0: We are in a space as entrepreneurs where we must set goals. We must have targets. We must see where we're headed. And, you know, if you don't have a target, if you don't set a goal, you don't know whether or not you're actually growing and on track. Goals are massively important for all of us to have. And not just in business, not just in finance, not just in income and money and rank, but in our lives in general. Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Life Mentor Podcast with your host, Balaj W. Cardos. Really super excited for today's episode because we're going to be diving into a process that I've used over the last decade to significantly improve major areas of my life year to year and level up and grow and expand and really make massive progress towards the ultimate vision that I have for my life. And also to step into the potential that I know I'm capable of growing into as a man, growing into as a husband, and more recently, the past few years as a father, and also to continue to level up, you know, what I'm capable of in my businesses, my capacity to take things on and projects on while not dropping the ball in previous things that I was putting a lot of energy towards. And when I look back on the past 10 or so years of my life, This year in review, this reflection to actually have the self-awareness, how I showed up in my life, how I showed up in the year that is almost coming to an end. In this case, it's 2023. I feel like this is a massive piece of the puzzle that often is overlooked by entrepreneurs or people in general because as the year comes to a close, everybody wants to sweep things under the rug and not really look or address or really you know, bring it all back to the front of your mind and look at what are some areas in your life that you need to get better. And so I'm going to share with you some processes and some questions that I always do at the end of every year. And I have an interesting numerology for those of you that are interested in numerology or know a little bit about it my numerology is my birthday is on December 27th. And so from a numerology perspective, I'm only in alignment with the year in my cycle for the last four days of the calendar year, 27th to 31st. And that is the time that I usually dedicate at least a little bit of that four day window to being in a lot of clarity around The self-awareness to give myself praise, to give myself recognition, to have a victory lap around the things that I'm proud of myself for, the intentions that I set for 2023, the goals that I set for 2023, and what those outcomes actually were now that we're wrapping the year up in the next couple of weeks. And at the exact same time, I want to improve. I want to get better. And so I self-critique myself and give myself some tough love you know, some radical truth and honesty and being just real with the facts, not the feelings, not the emotions, not the coulda, woulda, shoulda, woulda been nice if this and that, but like hard facts. Did I, or did I not? You know, did I make it happen? Did I not? Did I make excuses? Did I not? And so on. And so I'm going to share with you a little bit more of a structured podcast today. I'm not going to be as intense as the last few episodes, which a lot of people told me are like, man, you're all spicy and you're bringing the heat and you're really saying it how it is. And there's a time and place for those types of episodes, but there's also a time and place to actually do the work and not just motivate you, not just get you fired up and give you a wake up call to take more action and do the things that you know you should be doing. But in this particular episode, what I want you to do is You know, use it as a guide for you to take some time and get out a pen and some paper or some notes on your device or laptop or phone. I I think that it's a great way to do it with pen and paper first. And then after you get things out of your head, it's awesome to then be able to structure it, you know, with technology and some kind of note taking app or whatever you might be using. So let's dive right into this this is meant for you to do the work this is not one of those episodes that you should necessarily only listen to on the move on the go you know leverage stacking driving working out stuff like that even though you could probably listen to it that way the first time but i would definitely go back to it when you have some space away from the kids away from the work away from the distractions and really give yourself and honor yourself With a half of a day of uninterrupted time to reflect and do the work that we're going to talk about in this episode. And in some cases, it might take longer than that. Maybe this is the first time that you've ever intentionally reflected on your life, on your year, because it's still somewhat fresh, even though a lot of the times we're like, what happened this year? Is it already over? You know, I don't remember what was the highlight? What was this? And that's exactly the point is that we want to go through this process of discovery and questions and analysis. So all of it comes back fresh. All right. Now you'll probably see a lot of influencers, entrepreneurs, gurus talking about making 2024 your best year ever, which I do think is important. And I will be releasing an episode the first episode of 2024 will be around that topic as well with my personal way that I have done that very successfully over the past decade. But if we don't have the self-reflection piece first, then I feel like we are setting ourselves up for failure or we're setting ourselves up for disappointment over and over and over again, because it's easy to say, Oh, I'm going to get in shape this year. I'm going to make more money this year. I'm going to rank up in my business this year. I'm going to whatever, whatever this year. And that's why most people's New Year's resolutions often do not work out and they don't achieve the results that they hope to because there's, it's not rooted in reality. It's not rooted in structure. It's not rooted in habits and routines and actually prioritizing things in the calendar and the schedule. And so, yes, of course we can all have this wishful thinking of everything's going to be better and I'm going to be lean and ripped and a millionaire, a multimillionaire, I'm going to travel, blah, blah, blah. And all of that stuff is really available to you. It's possible for you, but not without a strategy, not without a plan. So if this is your first time, I'm excited for you. This is one of my favorite things to do in the entire year. Because as we overcome hurdles, obstacles, challenges, adversities throughout the year, this actually has become a thought in the back of my mind where if I step up, if I rise, if I grow, if I make it happen, even when it's difficult or challenging, or I'm not really sure the best path forward and so on, I have this little voice in the back of my head that says, man, when you do your year in review at the end of this year, this will come back and you will either have a moment of this is one of the things I'm proud of this year this is one of my highlights this is one of my achievements etc or this is an area that I dropped the ball this is an area that I made excuses this is an area that I didn't rise to the occasion and either way I'm going to have to face the reality when I do my year end review and at first the first couple years I did that I didn't have this awareness around what I just said to you but now after doing it so many times, it's actually really helped me show up as the higher version of myself in situations where I wanted to not do that, okay? So I believe that a year in review reflection is so, so, so important and necessary for us to extract the most amount of value in order to level up. So I'm gonna share with you my process that I've used over the past decade. And it's allowed me to dramatically grow year over year in huge ways. Now, first place that I always begin is, you know, acknowledging ourselves for the hard work and effort that we put into improving ourselves. You know, it should go without saying, but obviously we will say it on this episode is that all of us as human beings, especially in the personal development, personal growth space, entrepreneur space, we all have this desire to become more, to become better, to improve ourselves if that wasn't you you wouldn't be listening to my podcast first of all and you would be settled and just accepting an average mediocre basic life which none of you listening applies to you so firstly you need to acknowledge yourself give yourself a figurative round of applause or a pat on the back or a victory lap or whatever resonates with you to just say like, I'm proud of me, man. I'm proud of me. This, this year had its moments. It had its challenges. It wasn't easy, but I still tried my best. I still showed up. I still got back when things got hard. I got knocked down. I got back up. I had things that I was excited about that didn't work out. I had my hopes high, didn't work out but i'm still looking at the silver lining i'm still positive i still continued to try my best repeatedly 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 when lots of things could have threw majority of the population off course and just throw in the towel and stop trying and give up you didn't so we want to definitely start with that so congratulations to you congratulations for the effort Congratulations for choosing the path that isn't traveled as much by so many people and choosing to grow out of this old person that you once were into this new, magnificent, higher version of yourself that will allow you to experience life the way that you know you deserve and your family deserves to live. So massive kudos to you. Let's start there. The next part we wanna transition into is celebrating our biggest wins of the year. The biggest highlights, the biggest achievements, the biggest goals that you set. Now, obviously, everything that I'm talking about here is relative. So if, for example, this was the first year that you decided to become an online entrepreneur and make that shift, make that transition, invest into yourself, take that risk, take out a loan, Uh, Start dedicating your spare time to learning, growing, watching trainings, going through some platform or community, joining calls, listening to podcasts, reading personal development books, or anything along those lines. And it's the first year that you've made that shift. That is a massive, massive, massive win because that is the foundation that you are laying and the foundation that you are creating for everything else in the future to be built upon. And without the foundation, nothing will work. So even though it might not feel like a huge win because you started this development, personal growth journey or a business in hopes of a result to make a certain amount of money, to be able to quit your job, to be able to travel, etc. The outcome that you're after, it may not have happened for you this year yet. But that doesn't mean you didn't take the right steps. It doesn't mean you didn't make the right decisions. And... All of us on our journeys, we all have year one at some point. And so if this is your year one in 2023, that is literally the best because in my life, looking back now doing what I do and what I've been doing for over a decade, there is this pivotal shift in my life before 2013 and my life after. And so that year that represents everything changing, new choices, new priorities, new things that matter to you and building those things brick by brick in that foundation phase could be 2023 for you right now. And if it wasn't, that's okay too. I just want to really celebrate and acknowledge all of you where this is your first year to make this shift. And it might be year two or three, and that's totally cool too, but celebrate that decision to leave the stuff that no longer really applies to you. You have bigger goals, bigger dreams for your life than what you were on path for prior to this big monumental shift. All right. So write that down. This could be all kinds of things. It could be relationships related. Maybe you started dating somebody new that you're in love with. Maybe you, uh, started a family or had another baby or moved to a new city or started a new job or, you know, it it could literally be anything that is important to you and there's no right or wrong answer. It's not about comparing what was my biggest win compared to your biggest win or any of that stuff. But we do need to look at and search for wins. You cannot go through life just being like, meh, whatever, just another year, right? Like I said, if that's you, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, but our life does very much have similarities to sports or has very similar relatability to wins, losses, growth, challenges, etc. So that I always like to use that sports angle because it's so relatable, right? In sports, there's a winner. There's a loser. There's, there's someone who's overcome adversity. There's someone who gave up and quit under adversity and so on. So make a list, take your time. If you're on the go, listen back to this again when you have that time to actually do this work because, like I said, the most value that you're going to receive from this podcast episode is you taking the time to answer these questions, put them on paper, reflect, and just jot everything down. doesn't have to be perfect and you can always go back and pick your top wins or your biggest achievements later. But right now, just anything that comes to mind that you're proud of yourself for, write those down. Celebrate your biggest wins of the year. The next piece is is similar but a little bit different, and this is what are you most proud of yourself for this year. And once again, it doesn't necessarily have to be the same wins that you just wrote down. This could be something else. This could be maybe your mindset has improved a lot. Maybe you're a more positive person. Maybe you're able to uh, control your emotions better. Maybe you're not so up and down. Maybe you're more stable and calm, cool, and collected, and you found an outlet for how to decompress that's healthy for you. You know, Maybe you're proud of yourself for that. Maybe you're proud of yourself for a new chapter in your life. Like I said, if you're in a relationship, that's a whole new version of yourself that you need to navigate. Uh, maybe it's becoming a parent or becoming a parent of multiple children and everything that comes along with that and being proud of yourself for keeping it together and, you know, focusing on the positives and being grateful for everything that you have in your life and so on. There's so many things that could fall under this umbrella of being proud of yourself. You could have maybe developed some new healthier habits or change your diet or started exercising or going for a walk regularly or starting up at the gym at some point during the year and actually stuck with it. Maybe you traded in some vices for some healthy things. Maybe you stopped uh, wasting time on distractions or scrolling on your phone and instead started learning and reading and uh, going through some trainings to improve yourself. You know, maybe you invested in a mentor or a coach or maybe you got started with a Diamond Life mentorship at some point this year. There's a lot of different things that you could be proud of yourself for, but once again, it's very important to not just focus on the things that didn't work out or the things that high hopes and and didn't actually happen and stuff like this and beat yourself up and give yourself a really hard time and speak down on yourself and any of that stuff. There's going to be An opportunity for you to reflect on those things too on this episode, but we want to really start off with the highlights. We want to start off with the things that are our biggest wins and also the thing that you're most proud of yourself for this year. Once again, it's not right or wrong and it could be a long list. It could be just a couple of things. It could be whatever, but make sure you put at least something that you're most proud of yourself for this list. Now, of course, we are in a space as entrepreneurs where we must set goals. We must have targets, we must see where we're headed. And you know, if you don't have a target, if you don't set a goal, you don't know whether or not you're actually growing and on track. So goals are massively important for all of us to have and not just in business, not just in finance, not just in income and money and rank, but in our lives in general, right? In our relationships with our health, with our kids, with our passions, with our travel, with our leisure, with our self-care, our, our, all of these things that really makes up the Diamond Life philosophy that I'm so passionate about. We need to have goals in all of these areas and then be able to go back and measure and uh, see, did we hit them? Did we get close? Did we not even try at all? Why, etc. So what goals did you have for the year of 2023 that you actually achieved. And once again, huge round of applause because any goal that is important to you and worthy of your attention is what success is defined for yourself, right? Success is the pursuit of a worthy ideal or a set of goals that are important to you. That is success. And if you're in pursuit and you are making it happen and you're making progress, you are a successful individual because you're not willing to just accept who you are, who you've always been, and then let the years fly by. Same old, same old, same you, same thinking, same way that you do everything. That to me is like the worst thing ever. It's like my biggest nightmare. And I'll never let that happen to myself or people I care about because that's just no way to live in my opinion. Okay. So write that down. What are some goals that you had for the year that you achieved? Once again, this could be, So many different things. Maybe you were frustrated with an area of your life and you decided that you have a goal to make a change. And then that goal is literally just the decision to make the change, to invest the money, to have a new routine, to sign up for something, to start showing up, whatever it might be, that could be a goal too. It could also be related to your business, right? A rank advancement, a specific income that you earned for the month. Maybe you wanted to see a number on the scale, drop some weight, drop some fat, Or maybe it was, you know, strength training, lifting a certain amount of weight as your one rep max or your new personal best or things like that. The next area to write down is to really focus on what was an area of massive growth and improvement. So it's similar to some of the other questions, but there's a different emphasis, right? Because massive growth and improvement could be something that is process-based, process-focused, but not necessarily a big goal that you achieved or a big win with a trophy, an accolade, an achievement, etc. So massive growth and improvement, for example, in business terms could be like you didn't know how to run ads, you didn't even understand how ads worked, what the criteria was, how you track the, the data, the numbers, if you're doing well or not, and maybe now you get it. Like you can log in, you're not nervous and fumbling around. You kind of understand where you're going and what you're doing. Like that's massive growth and improvement. It could be navigating a gym. Maybe you, the first day that you went to the gym, you're like, oh my gosh, what is all this equipment? Where is everything? I don't even know. I feel like such a rookie. And, uh, you know, it's, it's that beginner awkward energy. And now you're like, I know where everything is. I feel good. I belong here. I'm one of these people that goes to this gym and it feels good. That's massive growth and improvement. Or what about speaking on camera or filming content or running ads or writing captions or putting yourself out there in front of the world or the whole internet to see a bit of behind the scenes into your life? Maybe you're terrified of that thought, that idea when you first got started in your business in 2023, and now it's not so scary anymore. It's become more normal. That's massive growth and improvement. So you get the idea, right? You can have all these things that at one time were scary, intimidating, you were awkward, you were a beginner, you didn't really know how to, and now a lot of that initial fear and initial awkward energy is gone. That equals massive growth and improvement. Write that down. What are some of those things? And the reason why this is so valuable for you to do this exercise is that you will actually start to get this sense of how much you've grown, how much you've improved, how much you actually did change and improve yourself in 2023, without it being tied to all these things that everyone is looking for, right? Like, oh, do you have a six pack? Oh, well, that means you probably just didn't do shit all year when it comes to your health and fitness. That's obviously not true. Or You know, you didn't make six figures or you didn't make seven figures. Oh, you know, you're a failure at your business and you haven't, you haven't even grown at all. And that's not true. So the point is, is that a lot of the times the outcomes, the results that we are disappointed by not creating makes us feel like we're lesser than we didn't do that great of a job. And that's not true. If we ask ourselves questions that are empowering, that highlight all of the effort we did put in and all of the growth that we did experience, then it actually gives us a real, honest, true look at the year, as opposed to almost ignoring a lot of the process and a lot of the work that eventually will lead to the big outcomes, the big achievements, and so forth, okay? So another really powerful exercise that I always do that has helped me a lot is I go through my camera roll on my phone, And I start back at the beginning of the year in January, and I just flip through and relive the year based on the photos and videos that I took, which I take a lot. Every single day of the year, I'm taking some kind of photo, some kind of little video clip and documenting my journey, documenting the things that are important to me, documenting my daughter growing up, documenting certain things that happen and so forth. And so I pretty much could say that I got at least one picture and one video pretty much every single day of the year. So that is really powerful because like I said, sometimes we just forget all the little things that we did, all the little trips to the park, all the little stuff that doesn't seem super big or, or significant, and it's like, man, that was a great month. You know, January we actually did this and this and this. We went here, we went there. Uh, we renovated, we changed something in the house. We had to go take care of this. Maybe we had a problem or the car broke down. We had to get it fixed. Like all these things that, like, yeah, it takes time, and it's a part of our story. It's a part of our year that's nice to reflect back on. So. After I do this, what I do is I give each month a bit of a theme and a highlight of like January, 2023. This was the highlight. Uh, this was the the biggest challenge or this was the biggest obstacle. This was the biggest hurdle that I overcame. And I also am very meticulous about entering things into my calendar, my Google calendar, staying very organized and limiting the amount of white space or dead space and so that's another powerful thing that you can do is you can actually rewind your calendar, your Google calendar, if that's something like a habit that you have to enter appointments and meetings and business and family and trips and appointment, you know, everything that you're is important to you that you're focusing on in your calendar. And that's another thing that can kind of assist you in giving you clarity on like, where did all of my time go in January? What was my focus? What was my schedule? What was my priorities? So that's powerful. Now, The next part, as we start to kind of relive the year through pictures, videos, calendars, all that stuff, is what were the most meaningful and special memories you created with your family in 2023? So this could include your immediate family. Uh, It could include your parents, your siblings. It It could include your partner or spouse. It could include friends if you're not in a relationship or even if you are. It could include your children. And, you know, really think about like, What is that wholesome, beautiful list of memories that you created that were meaningful, that were special, that you're going to look back on years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, like, wow, man, that was just a really beautiful time. It could be traveling. It could be new activities, trying new things together, going to certain places like around your neighborhood or town. Maybe you went to the beach. Maybe you went for a hike. Maybe you saw some nature. Maybe there was a special event. Throughout the year, you know, there's holiday stuff that is always happening. Uh, There's shows, music, concerts, theater shows. We just went to the Nutcracker this past weekend with my daughter and she loved it. And, you know, we always make an effort to do activities and go to shows and maybe it's a movie, maybe it's something different, Uh, new restaurants, you know what I'm saying? So there's a, there's an element of that wholesome living life to the fullest. What is that for you? for 2023, that you'd be like, man, these are the top meaningful special memories you created with the people you love most with your family in 2023. Write those down. The next piece is we also need to look at how we navigated some of the hardest moments or losses this year. Now, maybe you're fortunate and blessed and lucky that this particular year, you didn't have that much super hard moments, or maybe you didn't lose a loved one, or lose your job, or have something really uh, significant that was very difficult and challenging happen in 2023. And if that's the case, well, you know, congratulations, and that's just how it goes sometimes. But there are some of you listening right now that had an extremely difficult year because of these certain things that may have happened. And I think that sometimes when we're in it, and we're going through it, Once again, we don't give ourselves enough love and compassion and grace to say like, man, you held it together. And for a lot of people, even when you might lose a loved one, a parent, a sibling, you know, a a child or something just horrible and terrible that no one would ever wish upon another individual to experience, you still navigated through that you know, you probably still had to go to work, you probably still had to pay the bills, you probably still had to, you know, hold it together around maybe some other people in your family and be that strong person that rock, that wasn't just an emotional mess all day, every day. And you know, choosing to be a victim or choosing to abuse vices, alcohol, drugs, or any of that kind of stuff, which often is a catalyst for a lot of people in the world that creates this downward spiral that sometimes they don't recover from. A lot of homelessness actually happens from tragedy, from trauma, uh, from loss as a trigger that makes them want to numb the pain, makes them want to just forget, makes to just want to go away. And then they get addicted and then it causes a problem and stuff. And I'm not saying that that happens for everybody. I'm just saying like if you navigated through some very, very difficult times, very difficult challenges, surprises, obstacles, adversities, really give yourself grace. Give yourself love. Give yourself compassion because we might have had a plan for the year for 2023 that was not factoring in the reality of life, the surprises of life. And so we're like, yeah, 2023 is going to be this, 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 and this, which is all great and everything from a, from a vision, from a set of goals, what we want to prioritize. But man, if you get blindsided, if you get a surprise, if you get some devastating news, a lot of those plans are out the window, maybe temporarily, or maybe for a while. And it's just about like, how do I navigate my life today right now? And if that happened to you, once again, don't beat yourself up about how you handled it, what you had to go through, and so on. Just be like, man, I'm really proud of myself for doing my best, despite how difficult and challenging this year was for me for these reasons, okay? Um. Now, once again, I just want to say like my condolences to any of you that are dealing with grieving and loss. And it's like the ultimate pain that as human beings, we can feel and experience. So I'm sending my love and grace to you that you did your best and that you will bounce back and things will get better. And it is a season of life that we all experience at some point or another. And so as human beings, it's important to have compassion and be there for each other and come from a place of love, come from a place of understanding, because It goes around, you know, like in one year, you lose your loved ones one year, you lose your parents and so forth. And it's just so sad. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Um, but it happens to all of us at some point, no one gets out alive and no one goes through life without loss, right? So we celebrate our wins. We do our best through the losses. We try our best to grow. And so when it's not your year that those things happen to you and your family and your friends, It's our year to be the shoulder to cry on, the shoulder to lean on for other people and remember that because when it is your turn, that stuff gets reciprocated back to you and then you will see who's there for you and often it's connected to who you were there for when they needed you, right? All right, let's move on. So we also need to have a deep reflection and self-awareness around the areas of our lives that continue to be a challenge and struggle and identify why. Now here is a you know huge truth bomb for everybody listening is that we will continue to experience the same challenges in our lives, the same disappointments in our lives until we learn the lesson. And often the lesson we need to learn is on how we need to do things differently to get a different result, right? As you probably have heard, The definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and over and over again and expect a different result. And so when we look at our day-to-day lives in areas that are important to us, or at least we say that they're important to us, we can actually recognize these patterns of insanity. We are literally being like, I keep doing this the same way. And why am I not in shape? Why am I unhappy? Why am I not making more money? Why am I in debt? Why, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And there's like this whole like victim thing of why and poor me and, and so on. And it's like, actually, no, if you take the time to have deep reflection and be self-aware, you will notice a pattern. You will notice a, a sequence of events, a sequence of decisions, a sequence of choices that are all tied together in what we call a routine or what we call certain habits that we continue to run this play expecting a different outcome. And so I'll give you an example is that uh, what are some sequences in your life that are inefficient or they're broken? And it's usually connected to a routine that is hindering the results you really truly want. And so a lot of the time what happens, I'll give you a couple examples just to give you some context. And then once again, you need to write this down. And this is a custom experience for yourself to look at what is your schedule like what are your choices what are your habits what are your routines it's different for everybody but there are some common things that we all do that are leading us to a result we don't want so i'll give you this example in my line of work with my business which a lot of you are also uh, building people that have full-time jobs people that have other responsibilities they have children spouses et cetera, et cetera, they have this intention to build their business and work on their business. And every day, it's the same cycle. And the cycle looks something like this, is you are at your job, during the day, nine to five, let's say as an example. And throughout the day, you have these thoughts that remind you why you're not happy. They remind you that you don't like your job. They remind you that you don't like your coworkers. They remind you that you're not making enough money. They remind you that you're in debt. You know, it reminds you of what day of the month it is and how it's almost time to pay rent or mortgage or car payments again. And you feel like you're behind and so on. So this is a pattern of thinking. And then you start to have this other thought of, I really got to work on my business, man. I really got to prioritize my business. I really got to get those ads up. I really got to go through that training. I really got to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this is happening throughout the day. And then when you get stuck in traffic or you get home and then the family and the wife needs you for something, or you know what I mean? The kids need you. And there's all these things that you didn't even plan for in terms of time and attention and presence and so on starts to like take away from this plan that you had of, I'm going to work on my business tonight. I'm going to work on my business tonight. And then you're just getting beat up and hammered with surprises and they need you for this and they need you for that. And the kid is sick today. And then this happened. And then the car broke down and it's like all this stuff. Right. And then as the day goes on and on and on and on your energy, your focus, your ability to actually do the thing that you were telling yourself you were going to do throughout the day, it diminishes. You get exhausted. Your eyes get heavy and droopy and you're tired. And and then all of a sudden it's like, but you know, like it would just be nice to have some food, have some snacks, maybe just relax, unwind, you know, watch a show or just chill or whatever. And then you let yourself down and you're like, oh, but I swore I would do it today, man. I swore I would do it today. And you didn't. And then you do this exact same thing again tomorrow and then the day after and then the day after and every once in a while, you might do a little bit of work every once in a while you might do the thing that you said you're going to do on the days where things kind of worked out how you thought they would, which as we know, is not very often. So this is called a sequence, a sequence of choices, a sequence of thinking, a sequence of priorities, a sequence of events of how you think it should be, but it actually doesn't work out the way that you thought it would. Therefore, it's broken. It's inefficient. That's what I was saying about what are the sequences that are inefficient or broken that are connected to your routine, that are connected to your schedule, that is leading you to keep getting a result that you are not happy with because you're like, damn it. I knew I needed to work on my business and I didn't again. And so your self-worth is crashing. How you see yourself is going down. Your confidence is shot. And how you see yourself is how the world sees you. So now nobody wants to join your business. Your leads aren't signing up. And then it reaffirms the fact that you suck, that you're a loser, that you don't follow through on the things that you said you're going to do, which everyone else sees too. And then they're not going to sign up. And then it's this feedback loop and it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Okay, so we need to look at when are you choosing to do what? That's what, when we're talking about sequence, it's like a recipe. A recipe for food, we know that if you make a soup or a pasta or some dish, a salad or whatever, in certain recipes, the sequence is everything. If you try to do the sequence in the wrong order, the recipe won't work. It won't taste right, right? And so even though you used all the correct ingredients, you'll make the soup and you'll be like, that tastes disgusting. What is wrong with this? And then when we actually retrace our steps, it's like, well, you put these ingredients in the wrong order. And so it didn't have time to do its magic or ferment or whatever the terminology is, right? It's like, you didn't do it right. You didn't wait long enough. You didn't let it simmer and cook and the spices to do this and do that and the chicken and you didn't give it enough time to like be juicy and da 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 and tender, right? You did it wrong, man. It wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right sequence. It wasn't the right ingredients. So how can you expect for this recipe, this delicious food that you thought you're gonna make to actually turn out correctly? Now, this is the same thing when it comes to business, marketing, branding, ads, sales, etc. There is a recipe of ingredients that we all usually learn first. We learn the ingredients first, but then we try to come up with the sequence on our own. And that sequence is often incorrect. And therefore that that's where the frustration from a lot of people comes from, man, I'm doing all the right stuff, AKA ingredients, but the sequence is all messed up. Okay. So what I'm getting at here is in that example that I used around, people constantly knowing the need to work on their business because their business is the vehicle that can set them free from all of their frustrations at their 9 to 5, as an example. The sequence adjustment you can make going into 2024 is, you know what, I am going to go to bed early and I'm going to work on my business first thing in the morning before I go to my job, before I get my ass handed to me by clients, customers, managers, bosses, traffic, Debt, bills, emails, all this stuff that just kind of smokes you. I already worked on my business, man. I already got my ads up this morning. I already got leverage today. My stuff is already working behind the scenes. So no matter how shitty my day is or some surprises that are curveballs happen, I made some progress today, which does what? Makes you feel amazing, makes you proud of yourself because you put the energy into the thing that you know is the key to your freedom for the future. So once again, what, what am I describing here? It's not what you did, it's when you did it and rearranging the sequence. So take a look at your life with a lot of honesty, a lot of transparency and ask yourself, do you go to sleep at a time that actually supports your goals? Do you wake up at a time that supports your goals? Maybe it's your morning routine or lack of one and you're not setting yourself up to feel your best, setting yourself up for success. It could be your diet and what you're choosing to fuel your body with. You might have a habit to have a coffee and a donut and some kind of sugary, carby thing first thing in the morning that just messes you up, messes up your your glycogen, it messes up your blood sugar, it messes up all these different things that make you not feel your best. And then you crash and then you're having to get more coffee and more sugar and you're not doing stuff the right way potentially with your habits around your diet. Or maybe you're not working out, maybe you're not sweating, maybe you're not getting a pump and feeling better about yourself by focusing on your fitness. It could be your habits that are just simply in a negative sequence that are leading to the same issues repeatedly. Analyze your life and the sequence that you choose to do things and ask yourself, is this in the correct priority? And often what I have found is that People prioritize the things that they say are the most important last on the list and then it continues to be an issue. For some people, it might be fitness. For some people, it might be self-care. For some people, it might be their business. For some people, it might be intimacy with their partner and spouse, you know, with kids and stuff. It's like, after, 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 after this long list, then I have time for intimacy with my partner. And how's that working out for people? Right? Often it's like, oh yeah, we just went on a date and it's like, that was seven months ago and all this kind of thing. So it's just important to rearrange the sequence. And next thing you know, the things that have been neglected start to become a priority happen first, makes you feel great. And then you just re-engage all the things that matter to you in a new fresh way that actually gets you the results you want. So take a look and see how you can make those adjustments. So analyze, reflect on your daily routine and your schedule, and look where things seem to always go wrong and make a note of that. Now, once again, inside of my Diamond Life Mentorship Programs, one of the exercises we do in the accelerator is we do take accountability for our Calendar and our schedules, and we have this thing that we call no white space. So, when you open up your calendar on your smartphone, your iPhone, and you just go back the last seven days, how much white space is on your calendar? For a lot of people, it's completely blank. They might have like a doctor's appointment or some couple appointments with other people in their calendar, and everything else that is an appointment with yourself isn't in there. And therefore, when you look at your screen time on your smartphone, and look at your social media apps on your smartphone, you will see hours upon hours a day of time that is technically wasted because you didn't have anything better to do that was already in your calendar, that was scheduled, that becomes a priority. So if you don't know right now, and you're like, I'm not even sure, man, what I did, or I don't even know the sequence because you just don't have awareness around this at this moment, that's all right. The first thing that you can do is just take a look at the next week or the last week Make a note of that, and then you can start to categorize it. All right, how much of this time was productive? Okay, how much of this time was health and fitness? How much of this time was family? How much of this time was my spouse? How much of this time was entertainment? How much of this time was education? And then you'll have this graph where 168 hours of your time is accounted for. How much did you work? How much did you commute? How much did you sleep? Etc. And then you'll have this real data to look at and go, oh my goodness. I had no idea I spent so much time on these things that I really shouldn't be doing that much or that I had spent so little time on these things that I say is important to me. Wow. And then you can start to make those adjustments. All right. The next piece is what are some limiting beliefs that you need to let go of and leave it in 2023. So for a lot of people that are listening, it might be something to do with that. You're terrible with technology or you're terrible with ads or you're not an analytical person or this and that. And you've been reaffirming and saying this to yourself for so long, but you are a genius and you can apply your wisdom. You have the ability to learn. You have the ability to start to understand. You have the ability to improve in certain things that you've never really necessarily been good at. So why couldn't you with that thing that you feel like you're so bad at call it ads or technology? It could be that you aren't good at sales. It could be that you don't have a good following on social media. And so nobody is going to listen to you because nobody's watching or nobody cares. It could be that you are too young or too old. It could be that you aren't enough, good enough, smart enough, tall enough, strong enough, ripped enough, whatever, sexy enough, whatever the thing is. And so whatever you feel, you continue to believe and reaffirm to be true. You need to have a way for you to like see that that isn't true and even though you might have a past experience of it being true you can make these new decisions and start to tell yourself that you can do it you can learn you can improve you can become better and stop holding yourself back from who you are meant to become so make a note of those limiting beliefs and reaffirm them with something new empowering and productive now to finish things off is what are some things you know you need to be doing, but you just simply haven't prioritized in the right sequence to set yourself up for success. A lot of the times, it's the obvious things. It's the simple things. You know you should be going for a walk every day in nature, and you're not. You know that you should be exercising, and you're not. You know that you should be choosing better types of foods for your meals and better ingredients, but you're not. There's all these things that we know we should be doing, but we're not doing whether it's personal, health, fitness, money, business, leadership, the list goes on and on. So the point is we cannot expect to level up in 2024 if we do not make the time to reflect on 2023, the year that is coming to an end, and look at who we are. This is really important. We talk a lot about who we need to become. But in order for us to know the gap, between who we are right now in this moment, only then can we actually stretch, expand and grow into who we want to become this higher self, this better, more improved version of you. But if you do not take time to be like, who am I? And how did I show up as me this year? You cannot grow. So reflecting on who we are and who you have been in 2023, and then the other piece of this is how we showed up. Do we show up as someone who has these massive goals, wants to become a millionaire, multimillionaire, create generational wealth and legacy for our families and our children? Are we actually showing up as someone who is worthy and deserves and has earned the results that other people in the community are receiving? Is it a match between the idea of your life, the vision that you have for your life, the big dreams you have for your life, and how you showed up? How you showed up for yourself, how you showed up for your spouse, how you showed up for your family and your children, how you showed up for your business, how you showed up for your passions and you know, hobbies and things that are important to you that makes you happy and gives you joy and gives you fulfillment. How did you show up? Right? Write this down. Be honest. The only thing that can make this entire self-reflection of 2023 not valuable to you is if you don't do it. And if you do do it, you bullshit yourself. You bullshit yourself. You lie. You exaggerate. You don't say it how it truly is. That's the only way this won't be valuable for you. And so The most important time to be honest is when you are speaking to you about the reality of the situation, about the truth behind the situation. That's when you need to be the most honest. You know, that's how I see it. And then finally, the final step that I do as we transition towards looking into the future, looking at the excitement of a new year and all the possibilities that exist within that new time in that new year is take time to really take a hard look at what we must change in our daily lives, routines, habits, priorities, and schedules, and who we need to hire to help mentor and coach us to get the desired results that we are ready to expand into. For me, this time of the year, the last you know month, last couple of weeks of, of 2023, I make massive decisions and massive power moves for my commitments for the new year that are connected to areas that I know I need further accountability in, that I know I need further help. And often what happens is people's egos, people's pride doesn't allow them to just admit that it is okay to ask for help. It is okay to pay for help. It is okay to have support personally, professionally, fitness, business, you know, leadership, mindset, And all these different areas, marriage, relationships, intimacy, sex, like whatever topics are important to you that maybe you feel like you could be better at, maybe it's good, but it could be great, etc. And actually go, who can I find a way to work with? It might not be necessarily financially, it might be an accountability partner where you both benefit equally from holding each other accountable, like somebody like, for example, that you might go to the gym with regularly. And on the days that you don't feel like going... They're like, come on, man. We committed to this. We're going. We're going to be there at 9. Get your shit together. Let's go. And sometimes like, oh, thanks. If it wasn't for this accountability person in my life, this workout partner or whatever, I would have not gone today. And the next time that other person doesn't want to go, you're the one who's like, no, 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 we're going, man. We said Monday to Friday. We're going. Same thing in business, right? You can have an accountability partner around creating ads or doing live streams or showing up on social media consistently. If you don't do it, this person's going to call you out and be like, dude, if you don't show up, you will not achieve your goals in 2024. And so find out whether or not you need an accountability partner that is an equal energy exchange. So you guys both get the same sort of value from that partnership. Or if it's someone who's further along in life, in business, financially, whatever area you want to expand into in 2024 and find a way to work with them and hire them and pay them money for for access, for coaching, for mentorship, to basically give you a fast track to collapse time and give you the keys to freedom, give you the keys to success without you having to go through all the trial and error and making mistakes and not sure, is this working? Is that working? Am I on the right path? Am I making the right call? Because mentorship can help you avoid so many of those mistakes, right? And so for myself, when I look back on my past decade, I have invested like almost a million bucks, maybe even more than a million bucks total at this point of constantly being like, this person over here is an expert in this area that I'm struggling with in this area that I know I need help with. You know, three years ago, I hired my, my personal trainer, coach, my friend, Chris, he comes here every single day. Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. And it was a, a key important building block for me to keep my sanity and to keep my life optimal and organized and mental health and physical health and you know just being able to be calm, cool, and collected and so on. Over the last three years since I became a dad and COVID and the world shutting down and all the craziness that has happened, I've been able to navigate it in a way because of his help being in my life of accountability, of not making excuses, not skipping the gym, not skipping my workouts. And I'm so grateful for that. But had I only made a goal, New Year's resolution or something like this three years ago, of I'm gonna work out and I'm gonna be in shape and I'm gonna this, there's no chance. There's no chance on any sort of reality that I would have actually been as consistent as I have been by me paying him what I pay him for every single month. So ask yourself the same thing is if you don't have enough time to spend quality time with your wife or husband or partner or whatever, maybe you need to hire and find a babysitter that comes every week, Friday at a certain time. So you have the space to go on a date night. And even on the weeks that you don't really feel like it, that babysitter knows, no, 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 we agreed every single week, every single Friday at this time. I'm coming from seven o'clock to 11 PM. And so as the week progresses and it's Thursday, you're like, I don't really, you know, not really in the mood for date night or something's going on or whatever, but there's a level of accountability. There's a level of commitment. And so you do get ready and you do put yourself together and you do make that effort and you go out and guess what happens by the time that date, night is halfway over, you're reconnected with your spouse. You are having a good time. You are having a great conversation. You are talking about things that matter to you that are important to you. You do reconnect and have intimacy and all this thing. That's amazing. And once again, it has a lot to do with who you bring in your life, who you outsource things to take things off of your plate and start to put those pieces in place. So 2024 isn't a repeat of the things that you're not happy about from 2023. And this is my formula for self-reflection and a year in review at the end of the end end of the year. You can add to this. You can ask yourself deeper questions. You can go elaborate on this process that I share with you of like the best of times and the highlights and the challenges and the hardest times and the losses. You can add to it. You can tweak it. You can make it your own. The most important thing for you to do is be honest, to actually Give yourself that space, that quiet solitude to reflect, to be honest with yourself. And really like this ends up being the the conclusion, right? It's like giving yourself that full-on conclusion, closing this chapter of 2023 by doing this and then taking the data. That you discovered about yourself from answering these questions and seeing it on paper right in front of you like okay this is the, this is the reality of the situation this is what my 2023 was all about and then taking that information taking that data making those new decisions for 2024 and you should have a massively better improved growth next year because of this process and if you do it year over year over year like I have for a decade it's going to compound and you're going to get extraordinary results and that leads me into what we're going to be talking about on next week's episode for my 38th birthday episode where I have a personal belief that I'm not turning 38 I'm leveling up to level 38 and I have to pass level 37 in order to feel amazing about becoming and leveling up to level 38. And so because of this process I'm sharing with you, and because of my striving for greatness in all areas of my life, and actually implementing the changes that I need to make every year, you know, as we're getting very, very close to my 38th birthday, I know I absolutely fucking smashed level 37. And I'm super proud of myself for that. And at the same time, just like you and everyone else, there are certain areas of my life that I want to improve on and I want to get better that I'm going to focus on during level 38. All right. So I hope this episode was valuable. Please take a moment to share it with your team, share it with your family, share it with your friends, anybody that you can uh, help do this year-end reflection process with them or for them. Share it on your social media. Tag us at Belage W. Cardos and also at our official podcast Instagram account at the Diamond Life Mentor. And uh, I'm so excited to share next week's episode with you also for my 38th birthday. It's literally coming out on my birthday in North America. So stay tuned for that and uh, enjoy your holidays with your family. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. And, um, really take time to, like I said, be proud of yourself while also being excited about how much better life can become for you next year. Cause I believe the best is yet to come for all of us. And I'll see you next week on the December 27th. All right. Much love to you. Thanks for everything. And I can't wait to share next episode with you. Take care. Bye-bye. I hope you found something useful here to help you unlock more freedom in your life. We're just getting started. So if there's something you want to hear or a guest you want me to have on the podcast, shoot me a message at the Diamond Life Mentor on Instagram and let me know. You can discover incredibly helpful resources and more ways to build your diamond life now at my website, belagewcardos.com. At the end of the day, this is all about bettering yourself and helping others. So if you think you can help someone else by sharing this podcast, that would be the ultimate win for me. And of course, subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening.